You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's Tuesday, so it's time for It's My Money, and It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth. Brenthurst Wealth was voted SA's top boutique wealth manager in 2017 and also 2020. This week I'm speaking to Aidan Freswick, and we're going to talk about making use of your offshore allowances before they expire. So they expire. You can't just carry them on. Before we get into what they are, first of all, Aidan, they expire at the end of a certain period and they don't get rolled over. Is that correct? Good afternoon, Lindsay. That's absolutely correct. So um, I thought I'd just, you know, take the opportunity just to remind investors that the annual allowance um, expiry date is actually coming up. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd just like to, you know, of course, just discuss how that actually works. Um, you know, and just as we end off the year, it's a good time to remind ourselves um, how, how these things work. And of course, for, for Brentus Wealth, who has been, you know, recommending offshore investments for quite some time. Yes, probably more than most, actually. I mean, you've, Brentus has been a champion of diversification, notably with offshore. So this is this is very important. And just before you tell me um, how allowances work, I'll just give you your intro paragraph, which you kindly sent me. It says here, as we approach the end of 2021, individuals and offshore investors need to take op- the opportunity of using their annual allowances before they expire. It can be used to top up existing offshore portfolios or to simply send funds offshore. Okay, how do they work, please, Aidan? Sure. So, um, you know, there's a couple of allowances that's made available to investors. So I'm going to talk about adults over the age of 18. And of course, there's also an allowance for minors. Like you've mentioned, Brentus has been, you know, advocating offshore investments for quite some time, and, and there's a couple of benefits to that. And, and just to name a few, um, you know, diversification benefits in terms of having some assets locally and having some assets offshore, um, and just basically building a global investment portfolio, so accessing some opportunities, uh, investment opportunities and themes that's not available in South Africa. Just a a hedge to your wealth against the South African economy and the, the actual depreciating rand. Um, and I know it's a good time to, you know, make use of your offshore allowances, but, you know, it's also a, a catch-22 situation because the rand is also under a lot of pressure at the moment. And I just had a look today and I saw the rand is actually at its lowest point um, in the year. Um, you know, but but today is not really to speak about the actual you know statistics of of what the rand is doing. It's more about the actual principle um, of, of of those offshore allowances. Um, and how it works is just in you know any adult over the age of 18 can send a million um, offshore, um, and that's basically called the single discretionary allowance. Um, and then they can take a further 10 million offshore, uh, and that's known as the foreign investment allowances. And, and what we can also encourage clients is that, um, you know, it's also a good idea to actually include your spouse when making use of these allowances. Because yeah. if, each, if each individual can take a million offshore um, without applying for a tax clearance, that means a husband and a wife can actually take our two million rand without um, going to SARS. So it it is a good idea to include your spouse. It just makes the you know the process and the transfer a, a lot easier. So what do you um, do? So you know, no, a million's not the same amount of money that it was 10, 15 years ago, but it's still a decent amount of money. So if you send two million out yourself and your spouse, you just go to your bank, fill in some forms, and they transfer it. And there has to be no tax clearance. Is that what you're saying? 
Absolutely. So they, they can just send a, a million offshore in each of their names. Um, and, and then basically that's that's them using their, their one million allowance. And that can also further translate to using their 10 million allowance per uh, per calendar year, yes. where, the, where each spouse or, or, or in fact collectively can send 22 million out of the country into their offshore portfolios or bank accounts for the year. Um, and it's quite an efficient way of sending out money in a very compliant manner as well. Um, and not, not, not to forget the red tape and all the exchange controls that South Africa has in place. Uh, you know, it is a, is a compliant uh, way to actually send out money. And, and obviously, as clients need to do, is to top up those portfolios and make use of the, their allowances just before the um, you know, the expiry date. When do they start? Is it linked to the tax year or the calendar year? Yes. So, uh, you know, that was also one of the reasons for, for this topic is because, you know, a lot of people think because it's, you know, linked to SARS and you need to apply for tax clearances, they automatically think that it is the actual tax year. Um, and that's where the confusion comes in. So the start of your allowance is from the 1st of January each year and actually expires on the 31st of December of the same year. So from the 1st to the 31st of December, sorry, the 1st of January um, to the 31st of December, you can use your, your annual allowances. And that's coming up pretty soon, Lindsay. In the next couple of weeks, it will be um, yes. closing of the year. And then, you know, your, your new allowance kicks in. So for whatever additional capital is available to use your allowance, what is left over as well. And then just also another thing to bear in mind is that because it is an allowance, it means not just the amount you sent out for the year and whatever balance is available. It also takes into consideration um, the amount of money you've spent overseas. For example, if you traveled and you checked into your hotel or you've bought some things overseas online even, there's a, a lot of clients when we have these discussions, they're actually quite surprised because they they buy things online, you know, on eBay, you buy things in US dollars and you don't actually know that it comes off your annual allowances. So any okay. spending from South African rand to foreign currency actually gets reported to the Reserve Bank and that gets deducted off your one million allowance. So if you spent a hundred thousand doing online shopping, um, actually spending money on on you know accommodation overseas effectively you only have 900,000 left over. And if you've used the balance of the 900,000 for investment purposes, whatever amount is available is is what you have left. Um, so that's also quite an important thing to remember. Okay, so the South African Reserve Bank works closely with the, the commercial banks and also presumably with credit card companies, and they can track your purchasing patterns. Indeed. So everything is linked, everything is reported. And as soon as there's a foreign exchange transaction, it needs to, of course, be um, the South African Reserve Bank needs to know about it. Very good. OK. Are you giving me a closing question and you put it in red. So it's obviously an important one to you and to your clients. You say here, what is an example of an offshore transfer that does not form part of your allowances? Is that what you've just spoken about or is that something different? <laughs> Yes, it's something completely different. And I think it's something that's not, it's almost like a best kept secret. So, um, you know, what you can actually do is um, for clients that have living annuities and any income flowing from living annuities, what a lot of people do not know is that you can actually send that money overseas um, and that does not form part of your annual allowances, your 1 million or your 10 million allowance. So if you receive an annual income from your living annuity, your pension, your, from your pensionable income, 
you can actually send that money overseas without needing to apply for tax clearance or having that affect your one million allowance for the year. So that's quite an interesting topic or opportunity for investors to take funds offshore. Okay, so if people haven't already taken advantage of their allowances, they've got about another six weeks, I would say, and let's call it with public holidays and uh, Christmas shopping, probably about four and a half, five weeks to get it all together. But very interesting and particularly pertinent at this time of year, Aidan, thanks so much for your insight. That's Aidan Freswick from Brenthurst Wealth in Cape Town. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.